villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind. Hello, all, and welcome to the Halloween edition of Talking with T. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm delighted to be your host and not a ghost for this spooktacular show that will keep you in the know. This is the show designed with you in mind. Today is October 30th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, the beautiful actress Nia Long and actor Henry Wrinkler. Today in history, Muhammad Ali defeated George Foreman for the heavyweight boxing title. Today on the national calendar is National Candy Corn Day, and tomorrow is Halloween. You know, children go trick-or-treating and adults attend costume parties. We listen to spooky stories and watch horror flicks. Halloween, also known as All Hallows' Eve, has been traced back about 2,000 years. As it is recorded, there was a Celtic festival held around November 1st called Samhain, which means summer's end. And it was an annual communal meeting at the end of the harvest year. Samhain was also a time to commune with the dead. It was the day when spirits of the dead would cross over into the other world. I have provided a link on my webpage under today's show as well as through social media that will inform you about this haunted holiday. I want to thank everyone that has shared pictures of Halloween costumes and decorations. Keep them coming for the Talking with Tea Halloween-a-thon. In addition to sharing Halloween photos with me, I want you to look on my Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram posts to share your favorite scary movie or your biggest fear, favorite decorations, favorite Halloween pranks, or any of that that will add to our Halloween-a-thon entertainment. That being said, happy Halloween and be safe. For today's happy highlights, I found out that the Huffington Post is running a series called One Step Forward, Two Steps Back. In one episode, the host, Zeba Play, met a woman called Mama Cat out of Missouri. Mama Cat's real name is Kathy Daniels, and she is a retired Navy wife and mother of five. She is also a graduate of culinary school. During the turbulent times in Ferguson, as people protested the death of Michael Brown, Mama Cat served hot homemade meals to protesters. I mean, she fed them every single day. Well, now she and her group of volunteers called the Pot Bankers have expanded their efforts to feeding the homeless of St. Louis. They go from location to location around downtown St. Louis to drop off home-cooked packages of food. Daniels doesn't just hand the people the food. She hugs and kisses each recipient and stops to talk with them. She is absolutely amazing, and I am glad to find out about her and share her story with you in today's Happy Highlights. The theme this month has been Better Beware. You have been warned about people with nothing to lose, fake friends, and social media. Our last caution is to beware of karma. It is said to have no menu. You get served what you deserve. Karma is defined basically as the impact of one's actions on their fate. Biblically, in Galatians it says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. 
So beware of the seeds you plant. Be careful in how you treat people and the vibes you put out into the universe. Keep your thoughts and actions positive. I read that how people treat you is their karma. How you react is yours. This week's tip from Tarika has something else we need to beware of. People with, as she calls it, the Trump syndrome. They are never wrong and it's all about them. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back after we hear from Tip and Tarika. Hello. This week's tip is if you run across one who knows everything, never wrong about anything, never, never. And they can twist a wrong into a right in a split second. They have that Donald Trump syndrome. Let it go. Wrong. Those people are never wrong. Wrong. Those people see no wrong that they do, but they can see it in everybody else. Somebody has to come out and tell it like it is. Don't waste your time. Keep it moving. Beware of those people who have that Donald Trump syndrome. They're losers. They're just losers. Stay away from them. It's all about them. And this is my tip for the week, and I've been talking with T. And now it's time for our Monday Minute Quick Bits. Rock and roll legend Fats Domino died this past week at the age of 89. An altercation broke out in a dorm room on the campus of Grambling State University that resulted in a shooting that left two people dead. A 31-year-old man who had been contracted to repair homes damaged by Hurricane Harvey has died from an infection caused by flesh-eating bacteria, as if they didn't have enough to worry about. Now, this is scary. It was apparently a shock that the Houston Astros won a game in the 11th inning against the Dodgers in the World Series. That left them tied one-to-one, and now the series is getting interesting. Two NYPD officers have been charged with first-degree rape for raping an 18-year-old girl in a van. The officers reportedly detained the victim for possession of marijuana and an anti-anxiety drug. They then handcuffed her, drove her to a parking lot and raped her. The victim said she was kidnapped, handcuffed, and brutally raped before being thrown out onto the street. I, like others, look forward to their sentencing. And let's see how being in jail with these charges works out for them. There are some rumors that I personally hope have some merit that Joe Biden may put in a bid for the next presidential run. People seem pretty excited and hopeful about this. So we'll wait and see what happens if he squares off against Donald Trump. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while. You're tuned in to Talking With T. You know, us being... Us be a sunshine hurricane sometimes. Such a chaotic life.
horizon Us be a dawn, a slow warm rising Into a hard orange, soft yellow Exit to a bright sky blue You, Coke, me and aged Hennessy Us be an expensive drink Sipped slow from glass Crafted by the hands of a man Who has never known either Us be rarity, us be cool You, beautiful baseline Me, melody in the key of easy Us Must be a classic song. Listeners, today to review trending news, I have with me the know-it-all Professor Jay, our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, is a little under the weather, so we'll miss her this week, but Professor Jay, are you ready to review today's news? Of course, you know I am. All right. We're going to start. Uh, white supremacists scheduled a White Lives Matter rally in Shelbyville, Tennessee, so I'm guessing that's Middle Tennessee, right? Your Nashville. Right. Yeah, All right. Well, due to heavy police presence and resistance from counter-protesters, their second rally, which was planned for Murfreesboro, was canceled by the organizers. Now, the first rally was led by Mike Tubbs, who had spent time in prison for plotting to bomb black and Jewish businesses and who is said to be responsible, actually, for the violence that erupted during the rally in Charlottesville which uh, he led about a 100 white supremacists here in Tennessee. He said that he was there to defend his heritage and his people against the forces of darkness. And I was like, where does he think he is in a Star Wars movie? Like, this whole thing is just getting out of hand. Right. And I was looking at a couple of reports of the supposed rallies with the counter-protesters. And interestingly enough, uh, one of the rallies 
the counter protesters were playing Beyonce and Bob Marley and <laughs> letting the the white supremacists know, <laughs> hey, this is who your kids are listening to at home. Right. So the and, irony and I, of it all. Right. And I think it's also interesting that in a lot of these rallies, the counter protesters are, are heavily laced with Caucasian. Right. And, and that was something that I noticed as well. Mm-hmm. Well, moving on, and Jay, this is more of your area than mine, because I'm, I'm confused about most of this. There's so much going on in this political circus that, for me, it's kind of hard to keep up. So we got something brewing with North Korea still, I guess, and then the Republicans are set to overhaul taxes. I don't know what that's going to mean, but I know that people are upset about it, so I'm just guessing that that might not go over well. But then I read that a grand jury has approved the first charges in the federal investigation into Russia interfering with the 2016 presidential election. Now, we don't know who's being charged or with what, but evidently something went down for approval of these charges, which is led by special counsel Robert Mueller. So I don't, I don't know if somebody's getting ready to get in big trouble or little trouble, but it's getting ready to get started, and this is really interesting even though I still don't know, you know, the interference, it, how the U.S. is or Trump's campaign is connected to it, actually. So I don't know. Do you know? I'm just. I'm I'm pretty clueless. I mean, I have a okay. couple of questions myself. Number one, why are we still why are we still beefing with North Korea? Well, why are they? Because I ain't got I, I ain't got nothing to do with. It. Why are they still beefing with North Korea? What has North Korea done to us? And number two, uh, you know, like you said, what what sort of deal and what kind of cahoots are uh, Trump and his folks in with Russia? Right. I understand. And why, like, like you said, why are we dealing with North Korea? Why are we dealing with Russia? We got enough going on right here in the great U.S. of A. But uh, I want you to talk to us a little bit about Congresswoman Maxine Waters, who is affectionately referred to as Auntie Maxine, and I know that she spoke to over 4,000 attendees at a women's conference in Detroit uh, recently. Yes, Auntie Maxine robbed the people up at this women's convention at the the Cobo Center in Detroit, and she was one of the keynote speakers for this event that had all these activists and grassroots organizers and other political uh, activists. And she said, Mm -hmm. and I quote, Donald Trump is the most dishonorable and despicable human being to ever serve in the office of the president. This is a man with no good values, no good intentions, and no good respect, which I think uh, that many of us, can agree with and she went on to say that's why i know we must keep fighting and that women must lead this resistance we cannot afford to be shut down or shut up by any man particularly not one as indecent and deplorable as donald trump and she went in she went in so much so to where the people were chanting impeach 45 throughout the convention hall so kudos to Auntie Maxine. She has become uh, the voice for many of us who don't get the opportunity to get the mic in such large settings. And, again, she spoke what uh, has been on 
many of our minds and many of our hearts, not just women, but men as well, because I think uh, for many of us, we found something about Donald Trump that is, as she said, deplorable and despicable, even so much so to where a few days ago, Trump invited the children of some of the media persons to the White House, I guess, for a little trick-or-treat sort of deal. Mm-hmm. And they and all of these media babies were in the Oval Office and their parents were busy snapping pictures and whatnot in the background. You could hear the clicks of the cameras. And he mm-hmm. invited several of the little children who were dressed in their costumes to come around his desk. And admittedly, many of them were hesitant, as I probably would be too, yeah, and, I saw that. <laughs> oh, oh, it was hilarious, but at the same time, <laughs> you know how people say younger children and babies are really good readers of people's personalities and intentions. Mm-hmm. I think that this was very telling from the clip that I saw, and he had this very large uh, box of Hershey's Kisses that were wrapped in White House packaging, and the children were even hesitant to take that because I don't know too many little kids who are uh, willing to turn down free candy. But he was pushing them, pushing the little Hershey's Kisses boxes on them, much like he was trying to throw those paper towels at the people in Puerto Rico. Mm. And the little children were side-eyeing him and frowning him like, nah. We and one of them was crying, I heard. Oh, yeah. One of them was crying. And, you know, the little friend who was next to the the crying child said, well, she's Japanese. And so he tried to smooth it over and said, oh, well, I'll be in Japan next week. And the little crying girl seemed not to care. (laughs) (laughs) And he he kept saying, well, you know, the media has done a real good job with these kids. The media has done a real good job here. Not here, pointing to himself, but here, pointing to the kids, as if to say, you know, these media people have produced some beautiful children. It just reeked of... I know. I was like, is this the best he could come up with? You're right. Awkward is a good way to describe it, because I was like, this is not his lane. And we talked about him staying in his lane. Of course, we don't know where that lane is, but we want him to find it and get in it. So I'm going to move on. Well, if we if enough people get behind Auntie Maxine, maybe not not too much longer. Yeah. And we'll see how this Russian probe goes and all else. But right. I want to uh, move forward to the owner of the Houston Texans, Bob McNair. Now, he has publicly apologized after referring to the protesting NFL players as inmates running the prison. And he said that he regrets using that expression, but I'm sure that in some way that speaks to his state of mind about the players that have decided to protest more police brutality and also racial oppression. Now, he, you know, he said it was a figure of speech. He never intended for it to be taken literally. And I'm like, mm, mm-hmm, okay, heard that before. But so anyway, in response to his comment, almost all the players from the Houston Texans football team kneeled during the game against the Seattle Seahawks. Well, all I have to say, and I go through the good book on this one. Okay. Out of the abundance the of the out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Oh, now, well, okay. So that's in the book. He, he didn't mean to say it, mm-hmm. but it was in his heart. Mm-hmm. And what comes what 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 comes up will eventually come out. Yeah. All right. 
All right. Amen. So in Plantation, Florida, and yes, that's a real city, a police officer is being required to have additional training after she accidentally used her taser on a 10-year-old boy. After telling the boy and his brother that the weapon was not a toy. So as the story goes, the officer was staying with a friend and her two sons after being displaced by Hurricane Irma and decided it was wise to have a lesson on gun safety with the children because uh, her bedroom door didn't have a lock on it. So when she went to pull the taser from her belt, she accidentally pulled the trigger and hit the little boy and later said she had no idea about how the weapon got turned on. I'm thinking, ma'am, number one, let's teach something that you know something about. Because who does that? She does. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, additional training I, I think is necessary. If she cannot pull it out of said holster without inflicting electricity, then maybe she needs to stick with something else. Where's her seat? Because she needs to have it. <laughs> in the training room. <laughs> that's where that's where her seat is going to be. Well, I got a couple of things, and we're really going to miss Pam for this. But I got a couple of things for the Crazy Chronicles. So from the Stupid Criminal Files, there's this guy, Shane Paul Owen. He's 46, and he's from Utah, and he was being pursued by police for a string of robberies. When he is – so he's running from the police. He runs into a church and accidentally – Locks himself in the church's boiler room. He ended up having to call the police for help. Hold on, hold on. He was being pursued by the police. Mm-hmm. Runs into a church. Locks himself right. in the church boiler room. Right. And had to call the police to get him out. And had to call the police to get mm-hmm. him out. Right. Well, okay. So did he think that the saints were going to come get him out of the <laughs> boiler room? Well, they didn't come quick enough, I guess. (laughs) I don't know what he was thinking. I know over here in this branch of Zion, (laughs) if you run into the temple and you run into the boiler room, we're going to let you stay there. Because obviously, you know, well, now the boiler room is probably one of the warmest rooms in the building. So if you just just run all into the sanctuary and just bypass the altar and you go immediately to into one of the hottest rooms in the building, maybe you're making preparation. Yeah, maybe you do what, Jay? You're making preparation. <laughs> Stop this. What you say? <laughs> okay. Well, there's one more. Um, it's reported that dark skinned strippers are going on strike in New York. The strippers say that dark-skinned dancers are heavily discriminated against and are not permitted to dance during the high-earning nights, like, you know, when there are celebrity parties and such, and they're banned from VIP areas where they would earn more money. So I was thinking, is there some kind of league or a strippers' union? Uh, But anyway, I don't know. But anyway. Their claims are pretty interesting, and actually there's one prominent DJ who actually spoke out to validate their claims. And you can read more about this through the link on my webpage. And I know it seems like a crazy media headline, but there seems to be a lot of strippers and others that are believing these allegations. And I guess this industry is big business, and 
they want their fair share. I got one more question, though. Can strippers get unemployment? Uh, you know, I think since they're pretty much, I, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing here, I'm grasping at straws because this is an area that I'm not well-versed in. Okay. I'm guessing. We need T.I. Pam. Investigate, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm thinking that since, since they're self-employed, oh okay, you know they employ themselves, mm-hmm. and of course they give them. I'm sure they give their little cut to the, as we like to call them down here in Memphis, the shake junk where they dance. They, what you know, call it, Jay? A shake junk. That's what we call it in Memphis, shake junk. Oh okay, okay. Yeah. So okay, so by them being self-employed, so. Okay. I thought it was kind of like they were maybe like waitresses where they got very minimal pay and made most of their money in tips or something. Well, do they have a, a what is that, a, do they get a W-2 for their taxes? I, I, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to look. Well, I don't know. They're going on strike. Pam, so, honey, we I need don't. you. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we are not familiar enough. <laughs> to shed insight on this story. So we'll have to follow back up with this when we get P.I. Pam back. But that's it for this bit. And, of course, you know I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. Because you know I'm going to say it. All right, now. And P.I. Pam is going to what? Tell it. Tell it. (laughs) I want to share with you that this week is designated as Pray Knox Week. Some of you may be unfamiliar with this movement, but Pray Knox is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational prayer movement aimed at unifying the body of Christ for the spread of the gospel and the love of Jesus as worded on their website, which is PrayKnox.org. This is a unique and interesting movement here in the city of Knoxville, and I encourage you to explore more about it. I will be interviewing members of the group for next week's show, so stay tuned to hear about this spectacular movement to unite the city through prayer. To find out more about events in the Knoxville, Tennessee listening area, visit www.thevillageofknox.com. Be reminded that you can now call in and leave your thoughts on topics or issues, and your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. The call-in number is 865-409-1170. Again, that's 865-409-1170. Also make note, I am always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. I look forward also to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With T, we would love to help you promote your business. Once again, we've come to the end, but don't forget to help me celebrate Hometown Heroes and T's Top Teens by sending me a message on social media or visiting www.talkingwitht.com. We want to nominate good people doing good things. Remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Speaker, Google Music, and now iHeartRadio. New shows will continue to come out each and every Monday. But in the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. 
You are free to make any decision you wish, but you are not free from the consequences of that decision. Remember where you heard the word, keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.